0: TravelWise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Hello and greetings from Dubai. I'm Phil Blizzard with an interview special in
1: this episode of TravelWise as we take a look at Malta along with the latest news from the world of aviation. And that's where we start.
0: TravelWise. Aviation news flown in by Sea Wing Seaplane Tours. See Dubai as never before. And the
1: latest aviation news includes a UAE airline announcing flight schedules to Tel Aviv in Israel, Emirates takeoff for the Thai island of Phuket. Etihad, the Manchester City Aircraft, plus regular flights to the UK during the UK. Lockdown is what we've got lined up for you now, starting with Fly Dubai, who is launching direct flights to Israel from Dubai, with the route starting on November the 26th. The airline is the first to operate passenger flights direct from Dubai to Tel Aviv. It will fly twice daily to Tel Aviv Ben Gurion Airport from Dubai International Airport. A recently signed air transport agreement between the UAE and Israel has allowed airlines in the UAE to begin introducing passenger and cargo flights between the two countries, with 28 direct flights per week. Fly Dubai operating twice daily with return fares for the flight starting at 1,600 dirhams. That's around about 435 US dollars in the economy. And Fly Dubai will be using a 737 with business class configuration on this route. With business class tickets costing around 6,000 dirhams. That's 1,633 for their uh, twice daily flight. However, Fly Dubai preempted the start of that service with a special charter flight on November the 8th with its first commercial flight between Israel. Israel and the United Arab Emirates. The flight from Tel Aviv landed in Dubai at 5.42 on November the 8th after a flying time of 2 hours 41 minutes. So that was a special... uh Commercial charter flight from Tel Aviv Ben Gurin Airport to Dubai International Airport. And talking of special flights, a few days earlier, on November the 2nd, Emirates operated a special flight to Phuket International Airport in Thailand, making it the first international carrier to arrive at the popular island destination since the country reopened its borders for international travellers albeit with a lot of restrictions in place. The special service by Emirates coincided with a visit of Thai Prime Minister Priyut Chao Ucha and a delegation of government leaders to boost confidence in the tourism sector and to demonstrate Phuket's readiness to welcome international and domestic travellers. The flight was uh, operated by Emirates with a Boeing 777-300 extended-range aircraft. From uh, Emirates to Etihad, the Manchester City aircraft and Etihad-branded Boeing 787 Dreamliner is one year old and has kept the jet busy, the airline has kept the jet busy with 444 flights, would you believe it, to 48 destinations around the world, including Australia, China, the Philippines, India and Saudi Arabia, and of course the UK and Manchester. The Manchester City aircraft uh, has carried 58,000 passengers around the world during its first year of service as we said, completed 444 flights. And the Dreamliner has travelled more than, yeah, just over 2 million kilometres. Staying with Etihad, they've said they will be keeping their regular flight schedule to England, running throughout the UK's lockdown period, which is, uh, at the moment, proposed to close or end on December the 2nd. So Etihad are confirmed while continuing their flights to the UK with uh, two daily flights to London Heathrow at 7 in the morning and 2pm in the afternoon and a daily service at 7 in the morning to Manchester and uh, if you're flying into the UK you'll have a 14 day quarantine period so there we go Uh, Sea Wings now and our friends at Sea Wings have a special offer whereby well you can see the magnificent city of Dubai from a different angle with the Sea Wings Signature Tour which is a 45 minute relaxed scenic tour of Dubai price of that 1099 dirhams per person Next we're off to Malta so to speak as I chat with the Chairman of the Malta Tourism Authority
0: Dr Gavin Travel Travelwise Aviation News Flown in by Sea Wing Seaplane Tours See Dubai as never before for this spot on the program
1: today, it's Malta, which is located in the heart of the Mediterranean. I've been there many, many times from Dubai. It's been a great stopover from Dubai to the UK. And it's a pleasure now to speak to the chairman of the Malta Tourism Authority, Dr. Gavin Guglia. So thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you so much uh, for, for um, uh, inviting me to take part in this talk show.
1: Right, so let's have a look at things from a Middle Eastern perspective and then look at the broader picture. I mean, strong connections between Malta and uh, Dubai. And you're just telling me you're in the, the Malta Smart City, which was set up in collaboration with
2: uh, the authorities here in Dubai. So strong connections indeed. Indeed, actually, it's very coincidental uh, with this uh, interview. Yes, we were based in uh, Valletta uh, up to a couple of years before. That's the uh, capital. Um, but we are also spread around the island because the, the that's the head office. Um, uh, then we have the um, uh, tourism information offices that are located in different cities around uh, Malta. And we've got also an enforcement divi- division that is situated in the center of the island, um, uh, which is more practical logistically to have it over there. Okay. The main offices, the main headquarters have moved from Valletta uh, to smart city after negotiations with
1: smart city. Okay, well, Valletta, yeah, Valletta is a charming, charming city. So much to see and do if one goes to Malta and stays in Valletta or nearby. Fond memories. So, what is the connectivity between, in terms of airlines, now between uh, Malta and the GCC countries? Give us an overview of. Uh...
2: Obviously, with um, at the moment uh, the situation with COVID has changed things because. Uh, Emirates have stopped the service for the, uh, for the time being, but we're very confident that very soon uh, we will be able to return to normality.
1: Uh, I believe you uh, opened up, the country of Malta opened up to international flights uh, from certain countries what, towards the end of July, is that correct? At the beginning of July,
2: uh, we opened to eight markets, hmm. and then on the 15th of July, we opened to the rest of the uh, um, uh, EU and and the world where that travel was uh, Possible. We're, uh, flying to uh, Italy, we're flying to Germany, we're flying to uh, France, which are very important markets to, so. uh, to Malta. Yeah. Because we've got the big markets and then we have the smaller markets, which in uh, the aggregate the small markets make a very big market themselves. Yep. But obviously um, Italy, France and Germany are very big markets, and we are operating. Um, we have connectivity we have, we have airlines flying to and from regrettably we have the United Kingdom and we the yes. United kingdom. Um, uh, the situation is being monitored, and we are confident that um, uh, we will be able to re-establish links with the UK,
1: uh, most of than It's an evolving situation, so news you can give me now might not be the same in a couple of weeks' time. But as things stand at the moment, and we do have listeners from all over, all over the globe, really, I mean, people traveling to Malta from some of the countries you mentioned, like France, Spain, Italy, what's the procedure once they arrive in Malta?
2: These countries that you mentioned, there is no quarantine. Okay. There is free travel. There is There are no restrictions, hmm. absolutely. Um, if we had the flight from uh, Dubai, the, the situation have, would have been the same. So sure. um, There is free travel direct from Dubai uh, to Malta if the connection with Emirates endured. Um, uh, so uh, with the there there's absolutely no restrictions. So then there are... Once I yes. arrive
1: in Malta, I want to travel around and um, a very fond memories of going to Gozo, the island, one of your islands. So
2: is that possible at the moment, free movement around the islands of Malta? Yes, indeed. No, no, there are absolutely, uh, there are restrictions in the sense that entertainment ven- venues have uh, social distancing, yeah, restaurants course. have yeah. social distancing. But the principle of social distancing has remained intact. Mm. Okay. Um, it is. Uh, it was applied uh, um, uh, more generally before the first of July. It is applied sporadically now because there is also there is more freedom of movement. Of course. So um, uh, there are um, economic pillars that were not operating before the first of July. Today they are operating with the application of social distancing. That is uh, the predominant. Factor that okay. has remained unchanged pre- pre- previous to um, uh, 1st of July and post-1st uh, uh, July. Obviously, there is the uh, mandatory uh, norm. Of course. Um, well, you can call it a regulation, you can call That's it a easy. norm, a new norm, of wearing masks.
0: Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. So what I want
1: to ask you now, yes. looking at Malta as a destination... The summer period is gone, the summer mass uh, tourism hasn't happened this year. So going into the autumn, the winter, what has Malta got to offer people who want to have a change of scenery, have a a change of location?
2: Well, the diversity is always new. I mean, Malta is known for its diversity. a small territory and so many different things uh, to see. And um, uh, we have learned throughout the years, not only to sell Malta for the sea, for its climate, but we also uh, sell Malta for its culture and for its history. And that is something that used to escape us a decade, two decades ago. Perhaps that's because our industry was more directed towards the British market. Mm. So there was more an aspect of resorts rather than history and culture. And uh, over the last decade, we have developed our, uh, our history. We have learned how to sell it. So we have beaten the, um, uh, the challenge of seasonality. Okay. Um, where we, we have very strong uh, um, uh, tourism in summer and in spring. But now we have grown expo- exponentially during the shoulder months and in the winter months. Up to two, three years ago in the winter, we were um, experiencing double-digit growth. Really, um, the, uh, the the uh, the growth was stronger in winter than in summer, but that's because we were attracting to Malta a tourist with different profile from the so, tourists who visit Malta in summer, who come to Malta absolutely. to swim or entertainment for for the climate um, and for the weather. Um, whereas at this moment you have we have the, uh, developed these um, uh, city breaks, we have developed Valletta as a destination in itself.
1: In itself, yeah. For, flight uh, to
2: Valletta, not Malta. flight uh, to Valletta. Yeah. Valletta for Valletta a few nights, changed,
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. Has
2: changed dramatically. Valletta has been uh, restored to its former glory uh, with all that rich history of the uh, Knights of St. John and um, uh, the development of boutique hotels. They have mushroomed in Valletta, which has also raised uh, um, uh, our levels of quality. Mm. In regards to
1: accommodation and also no doubt you're looking forward and hopefully emirates will be reconnecting or restarting their service from dubai to malton and not to to some future so that'd be we
2: you know, be very excited about that
1: exactly and good news for you so um i'd like to thank you very much indeed for joining us today and uh, wish you all the best uh, for the winter season and and for next
2: year thank you thank you so much and looking forward to reestablish links With Dubai through Emirates. Indeed. Okay. Dr. Gavin, once again, thanks very much.
0: Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews.
1: Talking there with Dr. Gavin Guglia, Chairman of the Malta Tourism Authority. And the next episode of Travel Wise, it's going to be a staycation special. We're a stay over on the east coast of the UAE. I'll be dipping my toes into the cool waters of the Indian Ocean at the Sandy Beach Hotel and Resort.
0: Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews.
1: Right, we'll have updates of uh, the travel situation across the region on my weekly travel show on Capital Radio. Saturday afternoons, Capital Radio UAE, Saturday afternoons between 2 and 5. It's called Wish You Were Here and you can join me from anywhere in the world online with www.com. CapitalRadioUAE.com And if you would like to have a podcast production for your organisation, do get in touch with me. Drop me an email, philblizzardmedia at gmail.com
0: A Phil Blizzard Radio Production Travel Wise, aviation news flown in by Sea Wing Seaplane Tours. See Dubai
2: as never before.